What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smalley Talk Podcast. This is your host, Joshua Aaron Shrinko. Um, <clears throat> coming at you solo tonight. Um, it's been um, this, this is a little bit uh, kind of late in the game podcast here, but I will extend my apologies because I've just been really busy lately. Um, as you guys know, I fished the White River IKA tournament. Um, it would be about a week and a half ago now. Um, so I usually try to get these recaps out a little bit faster, but <clears throat> it just didn't happen. So I actually just got back from a trip to Michigan with my um, brother and my dad. Had a pretty good trip, so I'm riding a little bit of a high right now. Feeling good about my fishing Um so it was busy. I had uh, kind of a bunch of stuff scrunched in there in like a four-week period. And uh don't really have any plans for the rest of the year. So I get to kind of do a little bit of fun fishing this fall. Maybe do some trophy hunting around here. And uh, But yeah, no no like real solid plans, which is, is nice. But, um, but yeah, so I don't know... Uh, you know how many of you guys listen to this actually saw what I finished in the White River tournament, but I will say that I did not win it. And I know a lot of people actually came up to me afterwards and kind of gave me their condolences and sent me messages. Uh, so I appreciate those, but uh, I I don't feel bad about it. I ended up getting uh, fourth place, um, which is tied for my worst finish in that tournament. I think I've gotten fourth place three times now. Um, out of 78 anglers so fourth out of 78 is not bad Um, and I think the reason why I don't feel bad about not winning is just I fished clean I just I just did not find um, the the kicker fish one or two kicker fish that I needed I had a good tournament I mean I caught the fish that I wanted to catch but with the exception of a couple 18s and uh, I think uh, one 19 would have won it two or an 18 and a 17 would have won it. Um, you know, and I, I had a board full of 16s, I think. And then I had a 16 and a half and a 17 and a half. And I just wasn't able to find those couple big fish, which, you know, that <clears throat> it's, I will say that's irregular. I usually can count on at least one 18 every time I go out. Um, but just didn't happen this time. And you know, that's just what happens. You know, sometimes it just doesn't go your way. So, with that said, I wanted to give some insight on what did happen because, you know, it was good stuff. First, first of all, I'll give a shout out to um, the winner, Matt Gibson. So, Matt is a, um, you know, good guy. He's an he's acquaintance of mine and um, he figured him out. Um, and congrats to him, man. I think, I don't know exactly what. Um, he caught him on uh, because they were doing a live stream on the 
the uh, wrap-up show or what have you, the awards, and uh, I wasn't able to hear, but I think from what I understand, he caught him on bottom, or most of them, so no surprise there. Um, second place, the infamous Aiden Darlington. Uh, definitely not a surprise to see him up on the leaderboard. Um, and then third place, uh, my boy Nathan Pickering. Um, so I was pretty happy for him. Uh, I was I was kind of hoping if I didn't win it that he won it, just because uh, he's a good friend of mine and um, did some pre-fishing with him. We had a tough day of pre-fishing um, on that Friday, um, but he um, he had three really nice fish. I think um, two or nineteen and a half, nineteen and eighteen, maybe or eighteen and a half, and then he just couldn't find two like you know decent fish to round him out. Um, and, uh, he ended up getting third and then, uh, oh, sorry, yours truly came, um, came, rounded up the bottom with the fourth place finish. I had 82 inches, um, total. So, you know, not a bad day, but not a great day either. So it is what it is. But anyways, uh, you know, can't complain about fourth place. I cut a, ch- got a check and, uh, you know, this year my tournament fishing, uh, has been profitable. I, I want to say um, I was in the money in every tournament, but one tournament that I've fished this year. So I can't complain about that. Had three first place finishes, uh, two fourth place finishes, and then um, let's see here what I have. So three firsts, two fourth, and then uh, an eighteenth, which is the tip of canoe. So. Um, you know, pretty good, pretty good tournament season, I would say. So anyways, um, to just kind of get to the meat and potatoes of what happened. So I, we did some pre-fishing on Friday, Nathan and I, and, uh, I ended up, um, the whole day as a whole, the day was tough, but I had 80, um, six, I think it was 86 and a half inches in the first hour of the day. And I had been able to get on the water kind of right at light. Nathan couldn't meet me until later, like a couple hours after that. So I went up and fished a spot, um, that I uh, thought held some fish and, um, I ended up catching a bunch of fish in like like it wasn't even an hour; it's like forty minutes. Um, and, and all of them, I think, were on top water. So I was feeling pretty good about that, you know, the pattern. But as this year has been uh, weird, um, the morning bite's been hot, and then it tails off real fast. Those views into the tip of canoe uh, wrap up, you'll know that the that was like crazy early morning bite and then nothing. Um, this ended up being similar pattern. I, I don't, you know, really know why I've never known smallmouth to be that fickle of a morning bite, but it's just kind of what happened. So anyways, uh, <clears throat> the rest of the practice day was rough. I mean, I think I caught a couple 16s, but other than that, it was pretty, pretty tough. Nathan was having a tough time finding fish. So anyways, uh, the morning, or I guess the night before the tournament, instead of doing the whole, because I fish by myself, I don't, I don't partner up during those tournaments, um, specifically that tournament, I should say. 
So my wife was kind enough, shout out to Katie Shrinko, to do uh, a shuttle for me the night before, and I camped at the ramp, um, which was interesting. Um, it's not exactly uh, where I camped. It wasn't exactly a, a nice park. Um, it was a little sketchy, so I was definitely on edge a little bit. Didn't sleep real well. Um Forgot my carpal tunnel splint, so my hands were all numb and crap. And uh, but anyways, I didn't have to wait. The idea was that I didn't have to wake up at like three in the morning, and I didn't have to figure out an Uber or a shuttle service. I I was right there, had my kayak all rigged up, ready to go. Got up and uh, basically went right to fishing. So um, lines in. Uh, or I'm sorry, the on the water time I think it was 6.15, lines in was 6.45, so I, I got in paddled downstream a little bit um, to kind of start the day off. And at 6.45, I started fishing, and I want to say my very first cast, I caught a 16 um, on top. And uh, stuck with top water for a little bit, but was having, went on a little bit of a drought for about 30 minutes or so. And that stretch that I was fishing, I knew I knew after I fished the first little section, then there was kind of a what I would call a dead section. I in hindsight I should have just paddled through it. But instead I decided to fish it and I came up on a what I knew was a really good section. So I hadn't had a hit on top water in a you know, probably about forty five minutes or so. So I got uh, the fluke out. It was pretty instantaneous. I, I tagged a couple on a fluke uh, a couple nice ones I think that was one of the 16 and a halves right away and then I caught my biggest fish today 17 and a half and then so by um I think it was 8 30 I had or 8 o'clock I had 81 inches so I was feeling pretty good about it the water was kind of weird it was I would say it wasn't dirty but it wasn't clear so I was having trouble figuring out if I should keep throwing that fluke because I generally like clear water with the fluke and it wasn't super clear water. But it was obviously clear enough because they were hitting it. And then the rest of the day uh, really was a kind of a grind. I was I was uh, fishing that fluke and I'd pick up a fish every once in a while but just wasn't very consistent. And they would all be like 14, 14 and a half, 15 inches. Um, and then... I had one spot where I knew that I had hooked up to a 20-incher a couple times, and I've never landed it. And I actually lost it during the tournament last year. So I knew where the spot was coming up. So I actually got out and waited. And uh, by that point, I had tied on a, uh, a little Ned Rig, Nico Helgermite on a Ned Rig head. And uh, there was a big boulder mid-river um and i started fishing uh that boulder and i i ended up hooking it with my last 16 i think i had a 15 on the board at the time hooked into my last 16 so i had 82 inches and uh i caught like seven or eight fish right there underneath that boulder and then i really stuck with that netherick bite all day and, and looking back on it that probably was a bad idea because i was continuing to catch fish but couldn't find any size and it was really frustrating i should have switched over probably i, I honestly looking back and i probably just should have thrown top water all day and just live with the results because i mean the fluke did well for me but 
Top Warner is one of those things where, you know, they, you're not going to get a ton of bites a lot of times, but when you do get hits, it's going to be big fish. And, and what's funny is I told Nathan Pickering that during pre-fishing and he ended up catching uh, two 19s in the middle of the day on top water, or at least one of them. And he had said like, oh man, you know, glad you told me that because I kind of stuck with it and I didn't even follow my own advice. So, but, uh, you know, I, I fished hard until the very, until the buzzer sounded and I just, you know, I just didn't get, um, you know, those fish I was looking for. Now, after the tournament, I still had a couple miles left to paddle because I fished a really long section and I had a couple of really nice fish come up and slap top water. Which is kind of like, man, I should have just stuck with that, you know. But tournaments are one of those things you tend to overthink uh, the situation a little bit. And I was like, you know, had I just been fun fishing or something, I probably would have stuck with top water. Oh, man. But I just kept, um, you know, I kept switching it up a little bit. And I, you know, it's like I tied on a ton of different lures or anything like that. But I, um, I switched over that Ned rig because I was getting a pretty consistent bite, and I was like, well, you know, I'll hit a big one here uh, sooner than later, and I just never did. So, you know, it is what it is, man. I, uh, like I said, I had a good, you know, you kind of, the way I go into tournaments is I look for the that 16 to 17-inch fish to fill out my limit, and then usually when you're doing that, you'll hit a couple 18s, and, and I, I did what I wanted to do as far as, you know, the limit, I just couldn't find those couple nice fish. So, you know, it's one of those days where you just like, you know, sometimes you'll get lucky and come across them. Other times you won't. And I, I didn't come across those big fish. So fourth place fish finish isn't anything to sneeze at, but it was not my best performance, not my worst performance. Um, you know, I'm, uh, you know, like I said, I had a good season and, you know, I, I uh, was fishing against some really good guys, so it's definitely no no shame in finishing fourth. But, um, you know, you guys know kind of the history of that tournament, and I really, really want to win. I will say this. Uh, it would have been a little bittersweet had I won this year just because of the COVID thing and not being able to get together live. So uh, I really, when I do win this tournament, I want it to be kind of a live event and, you know, be there and being around friends and stuff, um, you know, it would have been a little bit disappointing. So can't say that I'm like super heartbroken about it. I didn't really miss any big fish. I did have one fish kind of come up and address a wake bait that I was throwing at one point and refuse it. And it looked to be about 18. That was about the only fish, honestly, um, that I look back on like, Oh man, you know, maybe I could have caught that. And I, I did stop and it's kind of in a weird spot. I was in a fast area, so there wasn't it wasn't like the fish was like stuck in that specific area. I don't know where it went back to or where it came from really. So it wasn't one of those fish you could, you know, throw something else in there and get uh, you know, have a good chance of catching it. Uh but I did stop and fish for it for a little while and, you know seems like I heard similar stories to other guys that were having trouble in the river. Just a lot of small fish, big fish were hiding. And, you know, in summertime, that's just what happens. You know, those fish get real spread out and the big fish go to very specific areas. And, uh, yeah, I'll say this, the, the section of the river I was fishing 
it's all really good, good substrate, good looking everywhere. So it's harder to identify those areas where the big fish would, would kind of hunker down. Whereas if you go to a different area that maybe has like, you know, long stretch of the river that's crappy looking, but when you do have a good area, you kind of know that's where those big fish will congregate. Sometimes it's easier to find those big fish in the summertime. You know, that's not my style, though. My style is cover water and, uh, you know, hit high percentage areas, not sit on spots for 30, 45 minutes. I just don't do that. I cover a lot of water. Even if it's even if I'm fishing on bottom, you know, I'm like hitting a lot of spots, um, spending, you know, at the most five minutes at a spot and moving on. I mean, I just, that's just not my, you know, style. And I think, um, you know, different stretches of the river cater to different styles of fishing, and that's just mine. And, you know, you kind of live and die by it. You know, you go, just like guys who, you know, fish professionally, they have a style they fish, and, you know, they're not winning every tournament. You know, they just win when it kind of lines up with what they do best. And um, that'll come. I thought last year was my year. You know, the fish were super aggressive last year and uh, really thought I was going to win it. But that that's what really disappointed me. But I can tell you in the summertime, it's just kind of like on or off. And if it's on, um, on at my type of fishing, it, you know, I'll be there to take advantage of it. So, um, but yeah, that's it for the, the White River IK event over and done with. Jason and, and team put together a really good event especially in light of all this, you know, pandemic stuff. It was nice to, I actually got together with three or four guys, um, met a couple of dudes, Brad Hicks, um, Nick Necrelli, Alan Reed, and um, Josh Craven. So, yeah, we had um, a good time. I think Nick is the one that kind of, like, organized it. He's a uh, avid listener of Smalley Talk, shout out to Nick Necrelli, um, and uh, had to, had a couple beers and just hung out at Broader Ripple Park. It was kind of nice to get a little bit of that interaction with the uh, you know guys that I don't get to see very often. So nice meeting you fellas, couple uh, couple good good guys in that group for sure. Um, but yeah, that was that was kind of you know the wrap up, man. Um, it was a good good time, you know, I fished hard for two days, and, uh, you know, came out with a respectable finish, got a check, and, um, you know, I guess that's all you can ask, but next year, I fully expect there to be a live meeting, I'm going to be bringing my A game, so just watch out, peeps, I'm coming, I'm going to come every year until I win this thing, I don't care if I'm, like, 50 years old, I'm going to win this thing. So as long as they run the tournament, I'm going to be fishing hard. So anyways, that's pretty much a wrap up. Um, you know, I, uh, um, I, like I said, I took a trip with my brother and my dad to Michigan. So we're going to get a, a nice little episode of that together soon. And, um, yeah, it was, uh, had a good trip there. Caught a t- another 20, 20 number seven on the year. So good year for trophy fish. And I, I would say this year, um, my goal is to shoot for 10, you know, I got, we got fall coming up. I think I can hit 10 twenties this year. I think that would, that would be, that's a good thing to shoot for. So anyways, uh, that's all I got. Nice talking to you fellas. Um, trying, going to try to get Chris in here soon, do a pod. Um, 
I think we should be able to swing that here soon. So, anyways, uh, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. And as always, free the fighter, baby.